All right, welcome everyone back to another episode of the Midgard Minute Podcast. I am Chris, joined as always by my co-host Nick. What's up everybody? Welcome back. What's going on? And just right quick before we get into today's episode, um, just want to give a shout out to our Mosey Gang supporters. And those lovely people are Scott, Kyle, AJ, Danny, Kevin, Jilly, uh, Brienne, and now we have a new member of the Mosey Gang, uh, Mr. Matt. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for your generous donations. And if you are interested in uh, donating to us, there is a link in our Spotify page. And if um, I'm pretty sure, you know, we got we got links to that everywhere, you know, so we, we you can find if it. You if you look for but, it, you'll find it. But as we say also every week that you don't you were not required, obviously, to give us anything but your ears. Then we're grateful for even having that. So thank you again. Uh, listeners and supporters um, and make the show possible. So, yes. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Chapter 15, um, which <laughs> um, I, I, it's called The Day the Midgar st- Stood Still, right? Yes, sir. I think so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's another one of those kind of light chapters and I think is also probably a chapter that is probably low on the list for a lot of people in terms of chapters that they enjoy um because uh, and uh, we've definitely referenced it before but i think the biggest the biggest issue with this uh uh chapter at least for me was the overabundance of air combat yeah and that was it, that it, was it, kind it, of like the game showed its cracks during during yeah, this, during I this was, little part y- you took the words right out of my mouth. This is like kind of this is the first time where I was like, "Ooh, all right. Well, I guess the game can't be entirely perfect." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. for sure. This is kind of you know, and especially now we're you know we're coming off the back of going through the sewers a second time, which was another m- low moment of the game for me. Of like, uh, okay, we're doing this again, and then to do this, and then not to say you know we're not going to just completely shit on it. There's definitely a lot of good things that happen in this chapter. Yeah, I got a number um, of good things to talk about, but you know. In terms of what makes this chapter, quote-unquote, stand out, it is that this is one of those few chapters that make you see, okay, I see where they can improve in part two. You know? You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I was actually just thinking about um, Final Fantasy sixteen and, like, the little bit of snippets of combat that we saw in there, and it might possibly be, and I obviously we've only seen a few seconds of it, but if just from those little snippets, it seemed like they might address some of that stuff, even though it doesn't look like you're fighting airborne enemies, at least not in that trailer. Um, where, you know, just adding something like an air dodge, you know, because like in this game, it, the you know, I we say air combat in like the loosest of, you know, quotes possible. I guess fighting you know, where, aerial enemies is probably yeah, the best and it's, way to put it's this. literally, you know, and, and aside from, you know, obviously, you know, that's where a character like Barrett comes in and it's going to take care of it. But you also have two hand to hand fighters who are, you know, Here, here's, that are taking two thirds of your squad. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> that, Here, here's you know, where I really felt it. I really felt it on my hard playthrough because on my normal playthrough mm. it wasn't too tough because you're right you know you you have barrett who's here to handle those sorts of enemies but when it came to tifa and cloud i was just casting spells and because it was on normal mode i could easily just keep replenishing that magic with all my items but then yep. comes hard mode hard. where you don't have that <laughs> option it's like shit so i can't just spam thundaga at these motherfuckers i need to preserve yep. my med- like that's where i you know it was really kind of an issue for me 
Yeah, and and you know, considering that the the limitations of the airborne combat in this are literally just you you know, say if you're cloud, you jump up, you, Do a you few slash slices. him a couple times, and then and then he comes down directly after that. I'll say Tifa you know, is not, easier to handle in the air than Cloud is. Yeah, yeah, she. I think she's a little because I feel like Cloud to me is more of like the heavy, you know, hand to hand fighter, whereas Tifa is more is more of like a light, yes. you know, like a light infantry type of you know uh, character, where she's you know she's very agile and can just kind of you know do all this crazy stuff. But yeah, the the fact that you know you just you are jumping, you jump off the ground, you slash him a couple times, and then you just fall straight back down, and that's all you can do. It really kind of you know, and I understand for some of the, at least, especially like during the the beginning segments uh, when you're fighting those fiends, like they're you're on a bunch of like narrow walkways, which also makes things more difficult. And I, I was thinking maybe they made them all these fiends in this area aerial ones because oh you know you're on these little narrow walkways and whatever but you still can't go over the edge of those walkways anyway even if you are in the air so it still makes it but they can which makes it even more infuriating because it's yes. like they you know they're like just out there of your reach several... of your buster sword and yep. you're like oh come on man I was like, there were several <laughs> times i swear i was just trying to bait the enemy back onto the platform yeah yeah and it's um yeah it's just it's one of those glaring you know one of those glaring issues that I feel like, you know, because we've praised this game, you know, from head to toe multiple times. And, it, you know, it, this was definitely like the ooh. And even even in a visual fidelity standpoint, and not in not in like in a, in a great sense, but, and it's, and it's strange because as soon as you start out the chapter and, you know, you're walking through the rubble of the collapsed plate, um, it, everything looks fine, and then when you look up into the skybox, everything looks cool and great, and, you know, it's kind of, actually, to me, sort of was like, it, it had that same kind of beauty as, like, when you looked at the plate uh, for the first time when you went to the slums yes. at nighttime, and seeing it again during the daytime, like, this was that same, it kind of evoked that same thing, obviously, with different circumstances of, like, oh, man, this is, like, you know, it, this huge disaster that happened, um, but it's not up until you get, start climbing up the debris and then you start looking around you're like, oh, I feel like I'm in the middle of a JPEG right now. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of a circular JPEG and, you know, I, I get, I get that probably had something to do with like, Hey, you know, maybe we, they ran out of time and they couldn't just, you know, they couldn't do much about it. And that's, and you know, it's one of those things where it's such a, it only really ever happens this one time. To where it's like, I don't really knock the game for having these moments of like, uh, you know, everything's not 100% all the time, you know, because it, it hits it out of the park consistently pretty much up and even even through this, you know, even through this chapter where, you know, it's kind of like at a, at a low point, it's still, everything still looks great. Like the, you know, the sunset and everything, it kind of well, makes up for that a little bit, you know? The one thing I wanted to bring up that I, I sing to this chapter's credit, I don't know, I don't know, maybe we should... You know what? Let me hold that. Let me hold that. Let's finish critiquing hold, this, hold and it. then we'll get into the things that we okay. liked and enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I mean, really, and then aside from, like, everything else, I mean, really, as far as, like, the combat stuff goes, you know, everything else is pretty... I thought the boss know, fights were excellent in this chapter. Yeah, like, I like, you know, I kind of like really the... really think and strategize. Yeah, I like those, um, those Blast Ray enemies... And uh, I like the I like the the Valkyrie 
boss fight as well because that was another that was another one that I yeah I didn't. I did not have a lot of problems with, but going back and watching other people play it, like I feel like a lot of people didn't understand that the concept of like, oh, you're supposed to hit it with the laser, you know what I mean? Or yeah. you're supposed to like, you know, let it let it hit itself. And I was like, oh, that's a, a neat little like, you know, it's something that it, it's weird because I didn't pick up on, on it like right away. But as soon as I got hit by it first, I'm like, oh, I could totally hit this. As long as I stand underneath him, like he could totally get hit with the same thing. Like it's that, you know. Yep. I've played enough video games and fought enough bosses where I'm like, oh, okay, I can, <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> but uh, I mean, really, for me, I feel like this is another chapter. Uh, I, I mean, there's not really much else to talk about in terms of the combat. Uh, not that I can think of anyway. Um. What really shines for me in this chapter is more more the character stuff really kind of is the more, you know, the diamonds in the rough of this chapter. And I mean, even right right out of the gate, like as soon as <laughs> as soon as, you know, we start the chapter, you know, Barrett, you know, is coming out there. He's like, all right, step one, <laughs> kick Shinra ass. Step two, save the girl while kicking more Shinra ass or, or whatever he <laughs> says. And I'm just like, all right. And then, you know. You just go on, and then, um, you know, you have, like, another one, again, one of those moments of, like, walking through, you know, you ever, you know, have all these people, you know, who somehow were able to survive the plate falling down. I don't Yo, know I how exactly kid, that works. I think there's a kid who's asking, where's daddy, where's daddy, or where's mommy, one or the other. Basically asking yeah, where the yeah. parent it's, is, and the other parent's yeah. like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, walking through, and, like, you know, you have all those people that are saying, you know... Oh my God! Like this is crazy. This is fucked up. You know that that typical kind of like you know, hey, we're walking through like this ground zero type area, and yep. then <laughs> and then we get to the you get to that point where you're talking to like one of the um, I think it was like a neighborhood watch uh one of the neighborhood watch guys, and he's like, hey, you guys, you you can't come through here. Like shit's fucked up back there, and. <laughs> What what does Cloud say? He's like, yeah, maybe for you. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, it, he's like, it's dangerous to go down there. And he's like, yeah, maybe for you. Yeah, for a punk ass bitch like you, <laughs> random, just normal human person. Not to me or to us. There ain't no Mako in your eyes, bitch. Step back. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, the guy's like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> and just like, all right, well, you know, if you die, saying it, it ain't on me. It, but <laughs> I think. Uh, just for starters, I think a good way to segue into the character stuff is I think this chapter signifies a change both in our party mm. dynamic and it's signaled, in my opinion, at least to what from what I'm observing, through the change in color aesthetic. For most of this game, we've oh, kind of yeah. had an overlay of blue-green. Like everywhere we go, whether it's the sewers or walking around Midgar, there's just this ambiance of blue-green and it shifts you know, in either direction depending on where we are. Starting yeah, from, the, I, I, go ahead. I was I was just gonna say real quick, and I feel like that is definitely sort of, um, you know, given in by the fact that like you're in the slums for most of the time, and I mean even when you're above the plate, when you do the Jesse segment, it's still nighttime. you know at night. Yeah, it's still like the lights still have like that green like Mako ish kind of hue to them. Yes. Um, and it definitely like gives that moment of like for the most of the game where you feel like you're you're under this plate and you're under this giant mechanical thing and. You know, everything's kind of dark and dingy and kind of whatever. And now this is your first time really being exposed to the sunlight yep. in its fullest in its fullest power, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, continue what you were saying. Yeah, and I guess all, all I would add to that is the change in the color scheme 
in my opinion, I think it's signifying the change in our party dynamic. Because to me, mm-hmm. this is like the first chapter. Correct me if I'm wrong, but where it really feels like Cloud is the leader. Like for a lot of this game, Barrett's kind of the one leading the charge. Mm-hmm. But now that the mission isn't about Shinra, it's more about Aerith. And Barrett kind of needs to keep reminding himself out loud that you know saving Aerith comes yeah, first like, yeah yeah we gotta save Aerith. save Aerith first you know. it's like I feel like it's you're seeing that shift and the original game did this too and I think one of the mm-hmm. things that's so delightful about the remake is we get to see Barrett in that leadership role for more than just an hour you know we get to see it yeah. fleshed out over the course of a game and then here you kind of feel that shift in dynamic where yeah, it's like where clouds Barrett, really Barrett- at the front now yeah, Cloud turns into the leader and Barrett turns into the fucking goober. <laughs> <laughs> Which I there are so many points in this chapter where Barrett dis- displays his gooberness. He's out of his I element, love, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much, and we'll we'll definitely get to those. Uh, I mean, I think even like one of the fir- one of the first ones is um, when you get to the top of that uh, past that initial area, and you you look up at where you're supposed to go. And, you know, Tifa's like, oh, that's where we're supposed to climb. And Barrett's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, well, if it comes down while we're up there. And he goes, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, Barrett, <laughs> like, like, this is not the time. Even the, and then even even Cloud is goes, uh, you know, well, you know, we've survived worse. And and, and Barrett goes, uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of surprised that we haven't died a dozen times over by now. <laughs> Which you know, if if you have died a dozen times over in the in the game prior to this, is like a nice little cheeky joke, kind of mm-hmm. maybe you know, of like, oh yeah, we're in a you know, oh we should have died. Yeah, yeah, you know? I, I see that. I see that. It's a little tongue in cheek. Yeah, a little little you know, sort of you, you know, know what I think cheek, it is like video game re reference. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll tell you what I think it is. I think Barrett's finally cutting loose. Cause think about it. For the longest time, anytime he went on one of these missions, where was Marlene? Alone at the bar mm. or with Tifa at the bar? You know what I'm saying? Now she she's at, the, she's the, at the best possible place she could be. Yeah, now. so it's like if Barrett were to die, like Elmira's got this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like yeah, Barrett, I feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Barrett you know, can kind of cut loose a little bit. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm just kind of plugging that in myself. But you no, know, I, I definitely I definitely felt that same way too. And I feel like because and it, it's weird because we don't. There's like that that crucial little bit of window where between Sector Five and going back to Sector Seven, like we don't know like what Barrett and company do during that time because we're in Wall Market doing our thing. Yeah. But you know, before that, it seems like all right. Well, Barrett has his own thing, but he also still is like very, you know, you know, he's still kind of uptight in a, in a, for lack of a better term. Yeah, you know, on and, edge. And, yeah. Yeah, very on edge, and then even and it's weird that like yeah after after the sector seven plate falls down and and all this stuff and you know, you know we you know we find wedge and you know Marlene's safe, but you know we don't know about the other two. Marlene's yet. literally at the best house in the projects. She's got a yeah, waterfall and, and in her, her backyard. Yeah, her her and wedge are in like the safest place they possibly could be right now, and I feel like yeah that definitely. You know, it's like one of the, it's like when you feel like, oh, everything, I don't have to worry about anything right now. I can actually like relax and like lay, well, not relax, but like let loose, like we were saying of like, yeah. oh, yeah, all, all my, all my eggs are in a basket and I know where that basket is and, you know, yeah, shit. I can actually now, I can actually, you know, focus on 
kicking Shinra's ass instead of having to worry about Marlene or, mm-hmm. or the other uh, Avalanche members, you know? Yeah, doesn't even have a home to return to. Yeah, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like it was kind of maybe like a freeing moment of like, ah, now, you know, everything, you know, like our home is destroyed, you know, and what is left is, you know, we, we scavenged what we could find and, you know, we saved everyone we could and now we have to, now we know where to go. You know, there's no, like, we don't even have to plan anything. It's like, we know we're going to Shinra Tower. Like yeah, that's, exactly. you know, we well, just, we, we don't purpose. even care. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, we have like an actual, like straight up mission this time instead of being like, yeah, we're going to blow up this reactor, see what happens. You know, it's like, no, everything at this point seems very like, you know, you know, very some pointed ways, and straight, you know, in some ways, you know, withholding avalanche members surviving. But in some ways, this is kind of everything Barrett wanted. Like, you got to think about it. He was rolling with Avalanche, and look, it's not a shot at Wedge or Biggs or Jesse. But now he's rolling in a party with Cloud and Tifa, and, you know, he's trying to mm. meet up with this girl, Aerith. It's like, oh, maybe we can pummel them now, you know? Maybe we're yeah. not just the street rats, because now I've got a team of, like, superhumans. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, if you think about it, it's like Barrett probably was like, you know, I don't want to diminish, you know, uh, cl- um you know, the rest of Avalanche's fighting abilities, but in at least in the terms of this game, it feels like, you know, Barrett is like this, you know, super powered super person and, you know, the rest of Avalanche are just like regular people. And, you know, even though technically Barrett's just a regular guy too. Well, he's got a gun you know, and, for an arm that gives him an edge. Over yeah. Everyone. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, you kind of have to remember sometimes that like, Oh yeah. Like anybody can use materia in this world. Also like true. anybody, also true. you know, it's one of those things where it's like you kind of you look at cloud and obviously he's like, a, you know, a soldier. He's, you know, or, you know, he's got Mako energy in him and he's he's he is a super person. And I mean, I could probably almost say the same for Tifa, because I mean, I know I've seen a lot of uh, people who do martial arts and they can't do the things that she can do. So I'm convinced <laughs> I'm convinced that she has some, you know, I don't know if it's the boots or or what. You know, what? if it's uh, if it's her gloves, <laughs> but, Here's the, you know, if she, Andrea she, Rodea likes you, you might be a superhuman. Maybe, maybe, you know, and it's like, you know, I it's it's kind of crazy to think that now. Yeah, we're start of building our like super squad, you know, of people, you know, that can that is actually getting things done. And, you know, like I said, not no knocks against Jesse and the rest. of, But, you know, come on. <laughs> We're getting, we're actually, we're doing, we're getting things done now. And it's not like, you know, I wonder how much I, it's actually kind of interesting to me. I would love to see like how their dynamic was, you know, if they were doing missions before cloud came into the picture of like, you know, cause Tifa obviously wasn't going on missions before this. So, you know, I want, I wonder how that dynamic worked before cloud came into the picture, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, you get like you get like a little you get like a little preview of it, you know, in the beginning. Like, you know, you kind of get, you know, Wedge was like, you know, the the standby guy, you know, and and Jesse kind of did all the more technical stuff, and you know, I guess Biggs kind of just was like an every every man kind of he kind of did whatever was needed. Yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah, it's it's great now to see that like you know barrett's got you know other people that are kind of on his level and who knows maybe barrett was like you know he would run in and you know be the uh, distraction you know he'd be he just go in and start start shit and while everyone else was doing things and make it easier for everyone else you know 
Yeah. Which I could totally see him doing. I was saying, I could totally see that being their dynamic easily. Yeah. But yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think, um, you know, now it's like, yeah, we're going, you know, because it's also interesting to think that, like, if the Sector 7 plate didn't fall, like, what was going to be, Are we, were they just going to keep blowing up reactors until Shinner was like, okay, we'll stop. Yeah, they didn't seem to have a real <laughs> concrete plan. I think Barrett mentioned, it's like, hey, we're going one after the other. I think it was just sort of an all or nothing ploy of just, if you could shut down the reactors, people can no longer use Mako. Um, yeah, and it's like, well, it's either you know, either we're gonna blow them up or you're gonna turn them off. I, I think he, I think he either, I think he says that at some point, maybe later on uh, when we get to Shinra Tower. I think he might say that to President Shinra or something. I feel like I remember him saying something like that. I think so. Or may, or maybe he says it to Cloud or something early on in the game. I'm not 100 percent sure. Can but, I tell you? Um, can I tell you what my favorite line from this chapter is? Sure. So my favorite line, it comes shortly after when they're kind of looking out on all the rubble. The cutscene starts. Tifa says Cloud's name to kind of call him over. They look over it, and you hear Barrett say, we'll build a new bar. And then Tifa says, yeah, we will. And she looks at Cloud and says, will you help? Cloud says, for a price. For a price. And then everybody just laughs. And the thing I love the most about that, again, signifying this is a chapter of quote-unquote change, is if Cloud said that exact line in chapter one, you'd be like, what a smug asshole. But it's like... What a a dick. Yeah, and and Barrett probably would have chewed him out, too. Exactly. But now, like, here we are, 14 chapters later. It's like, ah, Cloud. And it's like, oh, you... Saying Cloud things. He's getting... He's starting to toughen up again because we're going back to Shinra, you know? Another to, good yeah, point. He, Another good point. Yeah, I, I mean that—that's how I kind of interpreted it because he definitely was, you know, as we had said in previous chapters of like he's very loose or he's starting to loosen up a little bit, you know, and starting yes. like he actually have like a a sense of humor and like some, you know, he can actually, you know, all that Malco poisoning not, starting to wear off. He's starting to be. Human. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not being a complete dick all the time. And then now it's like okay, now we're we're going back to Shinra headquarters, and uh, you know, Cloud. The last time Cloud was at Shinra headquarters was not the best time for him. Well, don't, <laughs> so well, don't tell him that. Yeah, don't don't tell him that, my dear boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dear boy, you weren't in soldier. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's like one of those things where I feel like you know maybe subconsciously he's starting to like toughen up again, maybe, and you know. And he doesn't, and it's weird because yeah, Cloud doesn't have a lot of talking moments in this chapter. Um, it's more just kind of like you know, stuff that is is like, oh well, we gotta you know, we gotta keep moving, or you know, it's very yeah, no. all very kind of like surface level kind of stuff. Yeah, there's you know? not a whole lot of dialogue. There, there's a lot of you know, you know go go go, move move, look out look out. There's that you know those kind of things because the chapter very yeah. much it's a very how do I put it foot on the gas chapter. You know, yeah, we're not. It is definitely it's it's like a filler episode of an anime where it's like where the action right. is the show. Yeah, it's like yeah, we get like a really small action. You know, this little break between like I mean, because this this literally is the last chapter before things start going. I mean, you can maybe say the next the thing about the next chapter, but I I, I feel like this is the last one where it's like, all right, guys. No, it's pedal to the metal after this, is, this chapter. Yeah, like one, once we get into Shinra Tower, like thing, that's when things start going crazy, and uh, and it, it's kind of nice because I feel like the 
the overall tone of this chapter kind of feels that way too. And it's weird. It's like, oh, we're we're almost uh, sunsetting, you know, yeah. like this 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 feeling of like, okay, hey, we're you know, this is our last we're little descending. You know, it's like something we're we're ascending and descending at the same time. You know, it's uh, the candles burning you know, at both ends. I think that's maybe what it's getting. Yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I like um and, and when we did our 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 last episode, which was the soundtrack episode, um I had mentioned that all the all the music during this segment, um especially after they have that talk when they look into the sunset and you know that we just talked about, um I think it's called the solemn sunset is the name of that track, but that has that same kind of like that mystical quality that just like, ah, you know, like if like one of those things where I could, you can like transport yourself into that, like that, you know, very vibrant sunset, you know, sky. And even though, even though you're looking on this horrific side of destruction, it's like this beautiful thing. And also it, I, now that just kind of clicked a thing in my head that Barrett says something like that very similar in I it's either the next chapter or the chapter after that. Um and what theme is playing when he's talking? I uh I don't remember actually. Another beautiful, ugly disaster, Scarlet's theme. Oh <laughs> yes, that's right. No, that's right. I, I, I've first... seen a lot of people say that, you know, um Scarlet's like a metaphor for Midgar. It's like it's you know, from the outside looking at it it's like yeah it's this it's this beautiful thing but when you get into the weeds of what it is it's it's, it's repulsive uh, kind of yeah repulsive i've never had any problems with torture myself <laughs> oh we'll get to that the mustache yeah, twirling we'll, village oh, scene yeah yeah we'll get we'll get there <laughs> but um yeah i think and then the, another one of my favorite scenes in this chapter um is a scene that i think is missable um, and uh, I'm talking about the the walkie-talkie scene. Did you get that scene? The walkie-talkie scene. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Tell me okay, what yeah, goes so, on. Okay. Yeah. So. Wait. Right, no, so wait used... no. 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 I did. Yeah. This is how they get found out when they take the dude's walkie-talkie. Like they knock a guy no, out. It, it's yeah. It's like when when you when you're when you first use the grappling hook to get up to a certain spot, right? And also, I love how Barrett before you use the the grappling hook, uh, hook uh, Barrett is like. You know, uh, depending on how you, well you use this grappling hook, it'll say a lot about you, and that's really funny considering what happens towards the end of, of this chapter. Um, I but yeah, say, you fight. I just want to say, um, yeah, just alluding to my earlier point about this being a shift in Cloud, kind of taking the reins and being the front man. He was mm -hmm. a badass with this grapple hook in this chapter. He said, "Oh yeah," you know what I'm saying. So it's funny to see that contrast, you know, between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. So yeah, you you when you use it for the first time in in this section, uh, yeah, you go up to this little section of uh, you know the highway or whatever it is, and you you come across some third class soldiers, and you're like, oh shit, okay, and then you fuck them up, and then yeah, one of them drops a radio and it keeps saying, oh, respond, respond, whatever, and then. Um, they're both like Cloud and Barrett are kind of looking at it and Barrett's like motioning to him like come on come on say something <laughs> and then Cloud's just like uh, yeah this is uh, you know Hunter whatever we just took care of some fiends or whatever and then the guy over the radio is like oh man fucking avalanche making us do overtime I bet they're hiding somewhere like cowards and then you know Barrett of course Can't hold being triggered back. by being triggered by any anyone uh, bad mouthing avalanche has to come over 
He's like, we ain't, we ain't running, we ain't hiding. And then, uh, in in a perfect, the perfect fashion of this game, Cloud goes, "The call's already over." <laughs> and then Barrett, and then Barrett just looks at him, and then he looks at the walkie-talkie, and he gets mad, and he like throws it on the ground. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, this is, this I love that dynamic of like you know Cloud playing it cool, Barrett comes in, does some something hot-headed, and then it's like, oh, well, shit, <laughs> it didn't matter." <laughs> But yeah, no. Then, uh, then the next time you use your um, your grappling hooks is then when you get you jump on top of something and then you all get up there and Barrett's the last one up there and he does like this weird like roll thing and then it like causes the thing to crumble in and he's like, well, I guess everyone knows we're here now. <laughs> and then yeah, then that's when you're fighting, you know, you're fighting waves and waves of uh, Shinra dudes. And I I find it interesting that Shinra. Well, the Shinra troopers in this are like flat out just calling you traitors at this point. Yeah. Do you think that's just out of you know the fact they're storming it, the building, or is there any sort of it's, like? I wonder because I was wondering if like oh is it because do they think that Avalanche were the ones that caused the plate to come down? Or I'm th- I was my yeah, initial thought was oh everyone's out of the loop. You got you got to remember that everyone's kind of out of the loop. Nobody knows yeah. that Shinra dropped the plate other than our heroes, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, to them, so I'm assuming to the average Shinra goon that they've probably been told that, like, hey, Avalanche are the ones that are responsible for this. And also, by the way, they're also puppets of Wu-Tai. Don't, don't forget that little, God, little tidbit. God, this is why I think what they're building to is that one of the best dynamics in the next game is going to be Yuffie and Barrett. Between this whole avalanche yeah. Wu-Tai thing going on, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait for that, man. Especially, um, yeah, like Yuffie and I think because they're going to be a much bigger part. Like Wu-Tai, I feel like Wu-Tai going forward is going to be a much bigger part of the overall story. Oh yeah. Um, because you know, obviously, you know the whole. You know, they were they were kind of a big part of, like, Crisis Core and stuff where, you know, that was still when the war with Wu-Tai was going on still. But that was, like, at the very tail end. Um, but I think since it's pretty clear at this point that they're trying to reintegrate a lot of Crisis Core and Advent Children stuff into this narrative to make it, I think, one full, complete narrative. Yes. We're going to see a lot more. We're going to see a lot more Wu-Tai, I feel like, in the next game for sure. And it's not going to just be like, oh, we're going to go here and whatever, you know. We'll, we'll actually probably spend... I wonder if Wu-Tai might end up being, like, the next Midgar in terms of, like, a lot of our gameplay is going to take place around Wu-Tai. I would, you, know? I, you know, I really wouldn't be surprised if that ends up being kind of the main hub. Because, like, you know, Midgar served as a good main hub. The airship eventually yeah. becomes the main hub. But I wonder mm-hmm. if in between, if a place like Wu-Tai will, uh, will suffice... Because I I, I yeah, still and- I still stand by my theory that the next game starts, uh, you're at you leave when you leave calm, Yuffie's just gonna jack all your materia, and then mm-hmm. you have to go to Wu Tai, and now all your stats have been set back. And by the time you get there, she sold it for a small fortune because because plot, because plot, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, you know, I needed to feed my family or whatever, something something and, that you know. makes her a person, yeah, not just like aha. <laughs> I wanted to get rich. I got new shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a new uh, I got a new uh, you know, kunai set <laughs> or whatever, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah, I um 
it makes me wonder, like, I kind of, I almost wish that there was more, like, I mean, you, I mean, you do fight a lot of Shinra dudes after this too, but like, I, I kind of wish there was more of that, like, I don't know, like the, like the Shinra troopers kind of having a little bit more personality and like, they actually kind of like say things other than like, get them. You know, <laughs> and it kind of like because it kind of contextualizes a little bit more and kind of, you know, I mean, there's been moments throughout this game where we they've certainly like tried to humanize like the Shinra troops and be like, oh, they're just like, you know, they're they're under control. Of these fucking maniacs, <laughs> yeah. you know, that are the uh, the directors of Shinra. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I, I love when a game can sort of take like your. You know, because a lot of the time you're fighting against monsters or robots, and it's like, you know, of course they're not going to really have much in terms of, like, emoting or talking or anything. But, like, when you are fighting against people, I, I kind of want them to have more of, like, just like, hey, you know, just like even even something like, hey, you know, oh, you damn traitors. Like, you know, like little things like that just, like, adds that little, little extra spice. And, you know, not that this game is really short of any, you know, depth. You know, I think there's plenty of depth and a lot of texture on these characters and and this world in general. But it's one of those little things, you know, it's like something I feel like uh, maybe it was because I, I played Last of Us Part 2 uh, a few uh, weeks ago, I guess, whenever it came out. And there was a, a lot of in that game, there's a lot of like, you know, when you kill somebody, they're like, oh, my God, you know, J- Jared, someone killed Jared. <laughs> you know, like, and they kind of was like, huh, like, that's actually like a cool little detail. I feel like that is like not, it's not like a lot of work that you have to do to like add that little bit of extra like gravity to the situation. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of rambling about a, a minuscule detail, but you know, it's, it's, um, you know, after this game has already given us so much, you know, and it's like, ah, you know, could add a little more, but you know, I think they kind of make up for it later when they reference certain other um, Shinra people yeah, that they, they that were chapters, not expected. Right? Yes. And, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just at this point, I'm just trying to be like, I don't know. Cause I was, I, I, this chapter is like such a, a light and fluffy chapter that it's like, you know, I'm trying to think of like where they could like maybe fix some more things, but I don't at this, in terms of like the overall scope of the entire thing, I don't, I don't really know what they could do to make this chapter any better. <laughs> no, it served the purpose it needed to serve. You know, at, at, yeah, at the it, end it of the was day, a, it was an in between. At the yeah. end of the day, even though you know this is one of the low points uh, in terms of chapters, it, it, it's I it's wouldn't necessary. call it I wouldn't call it a hiccup. You know what I mean? No, it's kind of like a I don't know a burp. Yeah, <laughs> just like a little like oh, a little indigestion, a little bit maybe of like, ah, eh, it's not. It's not really tickling my fancy right now, but it's uh, you know, really uh, the only the only thing that I could really say that they that would could change just a little thing is like just the, the, the texture work on the background, maybe you know that's really it. Everything else is kind of like as is. I mean, obviously we we talked about our gripes with the combat, but you know, for for ha- as great as that combat felt through ninety nine percent of the other games so far, um. You know, if for it being this one section that is littered with a lot of airborne enemies, and you don't really fight. Uh, I mean, there's one like there's one boss, like airborne boss that you fight after this, and I feel like after that, it's really like you don't really fight a lot of flying or airborne enemies after this. 
maybe that's why they put so many in there. Like, oh, we're never, they're never going to fight any more flying enemies again. So yeah, make this the chapter of flying <laughs> let's enemies. Just, let's just let's just inundate them here. All the you know, and I guess it makes sense because um, I, I I was going to say earlier that I thought that maybe because of the narrow pathways. Um, that that's why they would do it, but like I said, it's also like you can't go off of those pathways anyway, so it doesn't really matter. And I wonder if it's really more of just like the 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 lore reason probably is just that like the only fiends that would be alive after this would be ones that are flying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I'm hearing you. It's like you know one of those things where like oh well there wouldn't be any ground you know there wouldn't be any like ground monsters because they're they either all got crushed or whatever, you know, and then it's like, oh, of course there would only be the flying types left, you know? Yeah. Doesn't make it any more fun, but (laughs) (laughs) at least I hope maybe I've justified it to to other people out there, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, really... uh, Oh, yeah, we didn't... Damn, I, I, like, I almost forgot where we were in terms of the whole thing, because we already... We had talked about the, um... the, The bar conversation... And, uh, I think we fight Valkyrie, like, right after that, don't we? I think so, And then, yeah. like, and then after that fight, then it's pretty much it. I mean, we, we've, at this point, I feel like we've run into Valkyrie once or twice. And then you do, like, you have to run between the boxes, segments, and that's kind of whatever. You know, you're just kind of navigating an area, like this little, you know, yeah, it's just there to kind move of you cramped along. hallways. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and then we gotta escape and go over here, and then he, you know, and then eventually... We get to the point uh, where we have to fight him, and and Barrett uh, exclaims, "I was getting tired of playing tag anyway." Uh, which <laughs> I always love that, like when I first that because that was one of the lines that I, I heard so many times because of the trailer, or one of the trailers. He says that um, I think that was a, the trailer that they introduced Tifa in. Um, but yeah, I remember hearing that line so many times, and you know, hearing it in the game, you're like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> he said the thing." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really, the, the Valkyrie fight to me was not particularly memorable. I mean, the music was good. The thing that I found memorable about, about the fight is that, is just that it, it challenged you to think and play the game a little bit differently than you had been, which is kind of what this chapter did just in general, I Mm -hmm. guess, is it forced you to kind of play with a different dynamic. So I think it worked great on the boss fights. I think the mob fights is where it struggled. Um, Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't rank it in like top five of the game. I just particular, I guess one of the reasons I like the boss fights in this chapter so much is because that was the best combat segment of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. I think I I was just, I was just kind of skimming past um, some gameplay right now. And literally right after that scene, you, you go into the fight with Valkyrie. Yeah, they jump you right in. That's crazy, but uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, like I said, it's not. It wasn't a. I'm glad that it was like different enough to where it wasn't just like, oh, we just got to beat up on him, you know, until he's dead, you know. Yeah, he wasn't another and, Abzu. You know, yeah, and it's like for for the most part, you know, with I mean Abzu, I mean at least initially, um, all the bosses in this game are have been pretty much different in t- aside from like. You know, maybe the human bosses that you fought. Like, Reno and Root are kind of similar, you know. But in terms of, you know, the the the, the limitations of this combat system is as great as and, and as satisfying 
as satisfying as it is, um, I, there's still limitations there, you know, and it's like, you can't be doing sick combos and, you know, you're not doing, you know, there's only certain, only certain amount of things that you can do for these bosses. And I'm glad that each one, at least in feel feels different, you know, and like they, they're they're They try to do different things with all the bosses and make them unique and stuff. But, you know, Ab, I mean, fighting Abzu twice kind of goes against that argument, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. You know, we have like this fight with Valkyrie, and then the fight with the Ar- Ar- uh, eh, Arsenal later on, um, which is another. You know, it's like oh, hey, this other big mech, but it fights so differently, and you have to like do other things to to defeat it. You know, but um, yeah, I don't. I, I like I said, I don't really have any, <laughs> anything particular, uh, good or bad to say about the Valkyrie fight, aside from the music, which I thought was great. Um, and then, yeah, we get, uh, we get our, our nice little extra little scene here at the end to stitch us up to Shinra Tower with, uh, it, the, everything's coming down, of course, because, you know, uh, once you defeat any sort of mechanical boss in this game, they have to fucking explode. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we get a nice little, and just a nice weird little thing that I feel like maybe only I would pick up or, or care about. Um, and I thought it was like a mistake at first. Um, but when you, when that, when you're on that platform that you're fighting Valkyrie on starts to crumble, it's like, it comes down in just these big squares. And at first I thought that was like a mistake, but I'm like, Oh no, like that's how they, that's how they do their construction. Yeah. They're like you know, they giant just, Legos. Yeah. They're like just giant squares. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. And it's like that, just those little tiny details like that of something that like, I never would have thought of how the infrastructure of Midgar works or how they build their roads or their, their, their highway systems. But I'm like, Oh, that's actually kind of interesting for like this little throwaway. Like you're never going to see this again. Kind of a little bit of subtle lore right there. Yeah, it's just like a little, yeah, a little bit of like you know visual storytelling, even though it's not there's barely a story to tell. But uh, <laughs> yeah, then we uh, we get uh, you know everyone's trying to of course not die during this, and uh, mm-hmm. good old Barrett. Uh, depending on how you use this grappling hook, says a lot about your character Wallace. Um, his uh, grappling hook fucks up. <laughs> And he um, and almost like I mean obviously he, we know that he doesn't die but it, it's like one of those things where like oh like how are they gonna do this and then you know Tifa shoots hers at Barrett and then he grabs it <laughs> with his bare hand he, he caught it baby yeah and then yeah that's enough uh, enough to you know it's, and it's one of those things where like it I try not to think about it too hard because if like if one one grappling hook is carrying. Cloud and Tifa, and then Tifa's then using hers to grab onto Barrett on there, and then they're able to not only still... So you have three people on one grappling hook going up. I mean, I mean, Leslie did say that they have souped-up motors, so I guess this, you know, this is kind of a, a hey, null argument. There you go, you see? That, yeah, that's, that's, all you, that's all you need. You just need souped-up motors. Don't think about it too much. Um, yeah, but then, yeah, of course, you know, everyone, you know, then Tifa and Cloud to pull up Barrett and uh, Barrett has one of the has a line that is kind of almost out of character for him, where you know he goes, um, you know, there's there's such a thing as too much excitement, <laughs> you know, where it's like that's kind of the first time where Barrett's been like, oh okay, maybe, maybe that was uh, too much, 
Yeah, you know, and and it's funny because earlier on in the level, he's going like, "Oh man, you know, you know." Before you start fighting, dude, he's like, "Man, I'm starting to get bored." You know, we're this is you know we're just jumping around doing stuff. I'm gonna get bored, and then by the end, he's like, "Ah, you know, maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll tone it down next time." <laughs> and oh oh, we we forgot to talk about the uh, we get to see Barrett afraid of heights again. <laughs> Don't look, he has a, don't look down. Yeah, don't look down. Don't look down. And he's like even more. He's even more freaked out now because I mean before it was like oh well we were above the uh, we were above the sector five slums I think when that the first time we saw that and I it's weird because we haven't been in this party since then and it's funny um, or this party configuration since then and it's great that they kind of just they bring it up again and it's another thing like oh yeah I forgot yeah Barrett's like incredibly afraid of heights. Um, and it's just like a nice little juxtaposition between his, you know, normal, usual, normal boisterous vibrato. self. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, I can't, I can't look down. I can't look down. Don't look down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think, I mean, that that's really it. I think the chapter just ends right there. So. Yeah. That's pretty much where it ends. <laughs> it's not the, you know, it's not the most eventful chapter, but no. You know, there, there's definitely things to take away from here. I, you know, it's a low point in the game, but overall, I did you know. enjoy the chapter. There were some cool, memorable lines and moments between the characters. But like I said, the one glaring thing is that it shows us that this series does have room to grow. Yeah, and it's like you know, obviously, not every chapter is going to be a banger. I mean, we've had chapters in the past that we've discussed that were like, eh, they're not like the meatiest chapters or, or whatever. But you know, and we tried to, I think we tried to. I mean, maybe to a, a certain extent where I didn't initially plan to go out into the infrastructure of Midgar, um, <laughs> but you know, um, you know, try to like get as much as we can out of it, you know, and not like hopefully we're not stretching too much. You know, I feel like this is probably we we even before going into recording this episode, we were like, eh, it's probably not going to be the the fullest episode that, it, you know, because there's not like I said, there's just not much to really go into. And there's like a lot of, you know, this is like a nice interstitial chapter to change the mood and so well really is really kind of just making a somber mood already kind of a little bit more somber, but like a little bit hopeful. Yeah, a little but bit. still somber, you know. A little bit of light in the darkness, as they say. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really think I have... <laughs> I think we kind of... We literally went over everything. Oh, yeah. Um, we, 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 uh, we stretched it out as far as we could. That's for sure. Yeah, I think uh, literally as far as we possibly could without being like, yeah, so this frame of animation here... Like, I'm Legit, not... <laughs> dude, I thought, I, thought this was, I thought we were going to struggle to get past 30 minutes. But honestly, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised <laughs> hey, we man. made it to 45. Yeah, you know, again... You know, there I I was not I was not as afraid because I'm like ah there's gonna be some random thing that we're gonna get <laughs> caught up on like you know the the construction of <laughs> the roads of Midgar, uh yeah I, you know I think you know and hopefully uh, the, the listeners at home uh, can understand if you if you have played through this chapter you kind of know it's more of like the meat of this chapter is more in the combat because you're doing so much of it and it's like we can't really. That doesn't really translate well to talking about it in the podcast form, but but here we you know, are, baby. Here we here we are trying it anyway, <laughs> and hopefully not failing miserably. Hopefully, um, but that's for you guys to decide. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Please let us know. Was this a complete waste of time? And the entire Mosey gang vanished in one night. Yeah, and that's it. And then yeah, and then we had to shut down our Instagram, and no one ever heard from us ever again. So, if you've made it this far, I hope the suspense yes. kills you for the next week. Whether you, yes. when you find out whether or not we've decided to disappear. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think people will probably. People are probably going to be very ex- accepting of this episode purely because it means that we're one step closer towards the the actual the fun stuff, stuff. The best stuff, you know. Yeah, there's Which, a lot to look you know, forward to in the future breakdowns. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, this is kind of we're like in the lead up to you know the Wall Market kind of the Wall Market chapter, exactly. and like this now we're starting to get to like now it's like Wall Market times two, <laughs> you know. I, it, it probably even even more even more so because that means we can start we could start really getting crazy talking about some real wacky stuff. Oh yeah, w- which we've been trying trying to not dig into this entire podcast. You know, even though we've definitely oh we fra- had we problems restraining ourselves, but we fragment you know. every episode. It's unavoidable. Yeah, but hey, but uh, you know, we got we got you know we got plenty more stuff. Uh, down the tubes for now, so we're we'll we'll be okay. And if any anyone is concerned who's listening, and you've gotten to this point, you're like, man, I don't really know how much <laughs> you know we, how much we these got, guys could do. We got plenty lined up. Don't worry about it. Um, but these next chapter breakdowns are going to be pretty sweet. But uh, yes. I mean, I'm uh, and probably probably more enthusiastic uh, of us as well. Definitely, because <laughs> I'm try- I'm trying really hard now. <laughs> To be like, yeah, this chapter was great. Yeah, you know, we'll have uh, more passion and enthusiasm just just from the happenstance of these next chapters. Have some of the best story content the game has mm-hmm. to offer. But uh, that's all I got for chapter fifteen. Yeah, that's um, yeah. I, I don't have much else except for uh, to say thank you to anyone who is still listening at this point, and anyone who listens to any point really yes. of our show if they listen at all. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, in terms of, in terms of this chapter, I have nothing else to say, but yeah, other than that, thank you for everyone yep. uh, for listening. And, uh, would you like to count us down? I would love sir? to. Let's do this. Three. All right. Two. Two. One. One. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about.